Hey, you guys, if you are finding yourself in a situation where you're wanting to level up, especially with your parenting, but you don't know what or how to be doing differently, I would really like to point you to my dear friend and amazing parenting coach, Wanda Howard. She helps you filter through the different parenting options confidently. There are a million people out there who are going to tell you all kinds of different things about parenting. And Wanda is so good at telling you exactly what you need to do in a way that's sustainable and that it is also kind. You can get the results that you want, you guys, and you can have the family life that you're really craving. And Wanda can help you do it. If you want to book a game plan call with Wanda, where she'll take an hour or two, go through your own parenting struggles, help you find that first big step that's gonna make a huge difference in your life, and then help you on your way with hope and clarity in your parenting. If you wanna book one of these game plan calls with Wanda, click the link below and get started right away. There's really no time to waste. Do it now. Wondering how to fall completely in love with the people and things that surround you at home? I've spent the last 15 years studying how and where families thrive and what relational and house characteristics ignite us with that homey feeling. On this podcast, we uncover how our brains process the people we live with and the houses we live in so we can confidently create our homes to be wonder-filled connection magnets. Ready to give up the decision fatigue, comparison hives, overwhelm ulcers, and confusion chaos? You are in the right place. I'm your host, Carly Thornock. Welcome to Becoming Home. What's up, homies? I am so glad that you are here. Today, I have with me the ever so lovely Kim Chatterton, real estate agent extraordinaire. Hi, Kim. Hi there. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about real estate agents in general, but also how we can create this heart sculpted home with their help. And Kim is my personal real estate agent. She's the one that I go through that I have gone through a lot of times to investigate properties, to sell my own house. And I am so thrilled to introduce you to her. Now, Kim is not just your everyday real estate agent, you guys, of course, like I love her, but She is in the top 1% of real estate agents in the country. And with her company, Coldwell Banker, she's in the top 10 year after year. She knows how to help people feel at home. And that is what I want to talk to Kim about today specifically, because that's what we're all trying to go for, right? Kim, thanks again for being here. Tell us why you love your job. Why do you have the best job in the world? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Happy to talk with all of you. And I love working with Carly when home shopping or investigating homes. She's amazing. As you can tell, that's why she's so successful with you folks. <laughs> love Thanks, it. Kim. <laughs> no, my job. I feel really, really lucky and blessed to do what I do because it's a wonderful job, but I love connecting with people. And so this is just the best of both worlds for me. I love homes, home design anything about homes and I love people. So for me, this just became the perfect blending of those two. And I feel so grateful that it has become what it has become. And I, I love doing it every day. It can be a crazy rat race, but I always say when I don't love doing this, I won't keep doing it, but I still love it as much as the first day and the first transaction I close. So it's still just as fun and exciting. That is what makes you so good. That's why I love working with you. I think Kim in a nutshell is because you love it. And I can tell you love it. You're good at it, but 
I can tell that you have my best interests in, in mind and at heart. And when we have hard conversations, like, um, when I wanted to sell my house for a lot more than it was worth. And you're like, actually, Carly, like, here's the comps, here's how it goes. And when we're looking at different properties and I have my eye in, in the sky, you know, thinking I can do this and this and this, you're the one that's like, let's talk to somebody. Let's figure out what's real. I'll tell you, and I won't ever cap your dreams, but I will help you get to them in a way that is very clear from a place of love. I don't know. You're good at what you do. There's some sort of magic happening. I just love it. Thank you. And that is the most important in this whole scheme of whether you're buying a house or building or whatever you're doing is it's about, you know, giving you my best insight. Of course, it's going to be your decision, but if I have concerns, I'll share them with you. We'll, we'll investigate, but also it's part of just that good feeling, that good vibe when you go in that home and it feels so good. It, it just, it comes together. So, so it's an amazing career. So I, I appreciate my opportunities and, and whatnot. So let's talk about that feeling though, because that's a really great point. When, when we start looking at houses and by starting, I mean, it's that moment where you're like, I think maybe I want to move. And you turn to your spouse and you're like, maybe we should start looking or you open up Zillow or whatever it is. And you start looking for houses and you think there's a reason why you are compelled to start looking for a new place to live. And often this is logistical. Often it's like, I needed more room. I had another baby. We need more space. I'm feeling really, really claustrophobic in this place. But more than logistics, it's an emotion. It's this emotion driven experience where you have a vision of how you want your life to be and you want to create that in tangible, physical reality. So how do people go from feel wanting to feel a certain way, having a vision of a feeling to finding this match in a house that either exists or a house that they're building in the physical world. What would you say about that, Kim? Well, you know, the first thing it's, it's over all the years and all the houses, even if somebody builds what they say is their quote unquote dream home, it's funny. They build that home. They've spent all these hours designing, et cetera. And they get in there and over time, their little thing, oh, I didn't think this or, oh, this, maybe I should have included this where, where the reality of all this is, you know, you're right. Sometimes when we start the process, we're moving for job reasons or, or other reasons, or sometimes, like you say, it just feels like the right time to do it. And, and I think the big thing is, is that I always stress people, there is no perfect house, even if you design it from scratch, but it's all about what you make that house. You know, sometimes we start the process and people will give me what I call their checklist. I want to, and it's very vanilla. Yes. The vanilla checklist. I want a six bedroom, two bath, you know, fence yard. And those are kind of yeah, those are important things for us to consider. But what it really boils down to is many times people don't buy that checklist. They buy the home that they go in that feels good. It feels like home. It feels comfortable. It, the surroundings are comfortable. The neighbor, you know, whatever, whatever those things are that really are truly most important to them in their heart always come out through that process. So sometimes the, the vanilla checklist yeah, sure. We try and and get, especially if it's something that's really important to you, I want to try and get that for you. But I will tell you time over time, it's the buyer says this feels right. And, and that is truly about you feeling like you're in a space that you can call home, 
that's comfortable, that you feel safe, that you feel like you can grow and and make a good life. Right. So so I think that, you know, that's the, the big thing. Sometimes I have people that are in that very beginning stage and they're kind of nervous about, well, we've maybe got a home to sell. or we, So we go through all those technical steps of, you know, do the dollars and cents make sense? You know, we, we do all those things that are, of course, important. But then when it comes down to it, of course, our big focus is going to be finding somewhere they feel really excited about and feels really good to them. And I love that. That's my favorite. When you walk through the door with someone and they go instantly, this is it. They haven't even walked through the house. I mean, goosebumps, and you know what I mean, and and it's like I I totally understand what you're saying. Now let now let's walk through, make sure. But many well, times, <laughs> let's make sure. Many a times, it is just that it is a good feeling, and and I can't totally explain that. You know, everybody has their their different reasons. Some people feel like it's a spiritual feelings. It's different for everybody, but but that is the best when you hear that answer. That's the best. And that's really what moves us to spend hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on houses is a feeling. And it's so fascinating to me and my left brain kind of self to be like, yeah, it has to make sense. But I don't do things that make sense all the time. It also makes sense for me to exercise before my kids wake up. But how often do I actually get that done? Like, so if we're operating strictly from what makes sense, like clearly that's not what drives a human. And it's this like emotional connection. So there's two extremes to this in my mind. And tell me what you think. There's like, we want, we, we want to feel right in the space. And sometimes we give all of the power over to the house to make us feel. We say that it makes us feel when really all houses are is like drywall and some insulation all nailed together. And houses can't really compel us, make us feel anything, but it's how we choose to feel in a house based on our conditioning, based on our inner beliefs, based on our relationships, based on what we've been envisioning for our future that come up triggered by a space, invited by a space. So in your experience working with all of the so many people you have, how does that play together? And are your most satisfied clients the ones that leave everything to the house or are they the ones who leave everything to their choice and their soul? What's the interaction? You know, and, and here's the big thing with this. I mean, many a times if, if it doesn't click all those boxes, it's really about them in their hearts envisioning what they want that place to be. They're the We all know, you know, there's all those little taglines, you know, we make it a home, whatnot. And that's yes. true. I mean, it, it's very true because everybody's going to have a different vision for how they're going to create that home. And, and for example, what I mean by that is some people might walk into a home and they, a man sees this, Oh, this is where my pool table is going to go. And, and the woman's like, no, that's not the first thing we want to see. We want it to be XYZ. <laughs> but the bottom line. I mean, it really is about, yeah, you do go in and yes, you, you get a vibe. It feels good, but it's what you're, what you're going to create of that, what you're going to turn that into. So, you know, it is about you making that home yours. It's it's truly, you're right. Yeah. And it is funny. I joke when people, what is this feeling? Oh, it's the real estate planets aligning. You know what I mean? Because it feels good. <laughs> generally, generally, what is it? I mean, I'll tell you a lot of times if I really ask the question and get deep, it's maybe 
It felt like similar to their childhood home or something, a space where they spent time with their grandparents or, or it's, you know, yeah, there are times that you go into a home that it's immaculate, it's decorated perfectly. And there's other times that you keep your hands in your pocket is what I call it. This is a <laughs> house. But, you know, it's interesting because if you have the, the right mindset as a buyer, you're not looking at the stuff. You're not looking at that. You're looking at what you're going to create there. What you as a person and a family are going to create there. How you're going to make it home. How you're going to make it yours. And so I think everything's kind of a, a little blending of both. Yeah, we have to be realistic about what makes sense financially. What, you know, yep, we do. We go through all those things because those are absolutely important. But then the bottom line is, can you make this space yours? And, you know, can you turn this into what your family truly needs to be happy? And again, you know, the most important might be, hey, we, we homeschool, so we need this certain room. The other things can fall to the to the side or or we need a space for X, Y, Z. And really, that's you individually creating that home and making that home yours. Like you say, it's not the the wood and the paint and the plaster and the, you know, because another family that moves in there might see it totally differently. So, but I think that's the thing that's so fun about homes is everybody has their own vision. Everybody has their own needs. And, you know, that's part of what I love about my job. I'll see things people do and I'll think, well, that was really creative. I never would have thought of that or I never would have used that space that way. Um, and, and so that's why I think when we're searching, you know, just to kind of tie that up, it's a little of both. We're going to look at the important things, the numbers, the cost, the space, but it's also got to be something that you personally create for yourself and that you feel that comfort in. But, but yeah, it's, it's not me that, oh, this does feel, you know, it's truly you getting in there, walking around and you feel that. And sometimes it is interesting. There, there are sometimes people that have a, an overwhelming connection with a home that you kind of get, you know, little tingles on you. And when you do, when you dig into it, it is, it's because they, they've got something that brings that up in them, a previous experience, a previous bad experience, maybe that's why they don't like the home, you know? So I, I think that that's the important part of my job is really trying to, to listen to that with the people, you know, it's true. There's some people in any profession that rush and that are trying to just click through and get it done. And to me, I never want anybody to call me and say, oh, I don't love it the way I did. You know, I don't ever want to hear that. I, when I talk to people, want to hear, I love this the same way I loved it when we got it. So a part of that is taking that time to let you, the buyer, kind of go through those feelings, go through mm. those emotions. And that can be, you know, that can be time consuming. It's funny when you and I were kind of chatting, one of the things that you asked me about was some experiences of people buying homes. And I always think of this one lady and she's still a dear client, but she kind of gave me her checklist, but I knew she was a very, you know, really an in tune, sensitive person. And she, literally we, the second home we went to, I could tell, I knew that not only checked her boxes, but she felt I could sense it. She was keeping it pretty low key, but I mean, it was, I could tell her house. We looked at 63 properties. <gasps> that feels like a lot. Is that normally a lot? That was a lot. And it was in a pretty short time span. You know what I mean? And when you get looking at that many houses, that's a lot to keep in your brain. Yes. You know, sometimes I'll say, let's label, this is the red house or that there were two men. She couldn't have kept them. There were so many. She ended up buying that second house. 
And it's so funny because she said to me, I knew that was it, but I was questioning myself. Mm -hmm. Like it's too soon because I found it so quick. People go through that. Sometimes it's the first home you walk in. And so I just say, you know, don't overthink it in that way. Let it feel good. But yeah, let's check our boxes. Let's make sure it makes sense in all the other areas, financially, et cetera. But if it feels good, that's your house. You know, you're going to make it even better once you're in it. So I hope that answers your question. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which it brings up another question, too. So when we're selling our houses, sometimes we think that there's a checklist that we need to do in order to attract the perfect buyer, the perfect number of buyers in the specified time frame in our in our minds. Something like uh, the bathrooms need to be this clean. They need to sparkle in this way. We need to have cookies in the oven. There's all these tips and tricks that we can do to sell our house faster. Like I've worked on staging houses for these reasons for, for a lot of people. Um, but really when it comes down to it, it's so much less about the house and more about the connection with the buyer, like what the buyer is bringing to the experience and what we as the seller are inviting with our energy. Like, let's get a little woo, just a tiny bit of like, I'm with you. I really do. You think? What do you think about that? Here's the thing, you know, and I know there's some agents, and, and to each his own. I mean, there's some agents that get really. I don't want a family picture up. I don't want anything church like. I don't want I, a lot of. I don't want. Do you know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so when you you get so much of that, it doesn't feel like a home as much anymore, right? When there's nothing and it's just bare. And so, you know, yeah, we want a buyer to be able to come in and truly feel the home, not be overwhelmed with the stuff. So maybe that's why we go through, you know, I do, I go through with clients room to room and say, you know, hey, let's, let's get rid of this box or let, you know, we kind of do that so that the buyer can come in and feel the space, mm-hmm. you know, feel energy of the space and not be distracted by the stuff. And sometimes it is as simple as, you know, the way furniture is arranged, you feel closed off in a room when you walk in, that's a very open room. So yeah, we, we go through some of those things to, to try and, you know, get it to be a little more simplified is the way that I say it. And maybe not so specific to a buyer, but I just think if you take too much of that away, then it becomes like say there's not those feelings there's not that good energy there so but bottom line you can have a house in perfect condition all the right towels all the right accessories and if it's not that buyer's home and it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good and it's funny because you know part of the process when you're selling a home is Somebody walks through and then I, as the agent, call the buyer or the buyer's agent, get feedback. You know, can you give me some feedback about your showing? You know, sometimes that feedback isn't that there's anything wrong with the home. It just didn't work for them. And I find that so interesting. Sometimes when you you tell a seller that they're like, well, I don't get it. What didn't they like? It was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. The house is priced right. It looks great. It's clean. It smells good. But it just didn't work for them. And it's funny, us as humans, how we're kind of like, we want a reason. Well, what? Right. (laughs) What's the reason? You know? And it's like, it's not, it just didn't feel right to them. And so in that situation, I try and if I know the person I'm working with has maybe done that, had that same experience when they've been house shopping, I'll say, you know how we walked through that house that was really nice, but it just didn't feel right for you. 
it's that same. Oh, I get what you're saying now. But it is funny because, you know, yeah, everybody, it is best to have a home be, you know, as tidy as possible, smell as good as possible. All those things are important because you're going to get more money for your home. But the bottom line is, if it doesn't feel right for the buyer, none of those things are really going to matter. You know, it's got to be a win-win for both. So, and on the flip side, there are those of us, I would count myself in this category, who love to go into very old, like kind of rundown homes and imagine the possibilities, like the dirtier, the older, the better, because it is imagination run wild. So it's almost like, depending on the buyer, right? You're exactly right. And there are some buyers that I call, I mean, they have the vision. And I love that because you know, they can go into homes like that and they they don't look at any of that. Their focus is on X, Y. These are the things I can picture. These are the things I can imagine. And that's what makes this process amazing and wonderful. And I always say, I mean, there's never a home, I should knock on some wood, that I've not been able to sell. There's never truly been somebody that wasn't ready to buy that I haven't been able to find a home for. And I just always remind people, there's a home for everyone. There's something that calls to everyone differently and that's okay. And that's, what's wonderful and amazing. And I think, you know, when we get in areas like, for example, Utah, I mean, the thing I love about Utah is we have so many of those options. You can buy new construction that's very trendy, or we can go to areas that are little farmhouses with a lot of land. I mean, Utah, we have a lot of options. And I, I think that's, amazing and important because all of us are very different in what our wants and needs are and what our feel goods are. So, so mm-hmm. you nailed it, you know, you're my favorite kind of person that can go in a house and just see the possibilities, not the, the negatives. And it doesn't mean that's the house you're going to buy, but you can see the possibilities and then decide if that's the right one for you. If that makes sense. I really do like shopping that way with clothes, with houses. I mean, I especially love houses, but if you can compare the best case scenario across the board, then it feels like you're comparing apples to apples. If you're comparing how things are as they currently stand, it's so volatile and, and different and the potential is hard to assess. But if it's like in my in my mind's eye, when this is fixed up exactly how I want it, what's the cost? What's the time? What's the upkeep and maintenance? And how do I feel? And then it's easy. Right. This feels a lot like dating, Kim. This feels a lot like dating and you're like the matchmaker. And sometimes, I mean, we've all had conversations with the boyfriend that's like, there's nothing wrong with you. It's you. It's not you. It's me. Right. I love it. I I love, I do think that's true. And, and it is, it's so, it's so, everyone is so different. That's what, again, makes it so wonderful. And, And like I say, you know, my favorite thing though, truly is somebody seeing something that I don't see that idea at all. And in my mind, I'm like, I love that about us as humans, that we all have our own visions and our own, but that's exactly it. That's why every house, five people can own it. Say you look at the old pictures from year after year, it looks different with every owner and every owner's made it their home. And so that's what I kind of love about you and your messages you know, not the focus of the stuff and the walls and the, but really creating that, that home and that love for that home is what you make of it. And that how is it. feel about it, right? Yes, that's the power. That's the magic. 
Okay, you guys, if you want to create some magic with Kim, if you want the matchmaker of your dreams, <laughs> if you are on the market or if you're looking to sell your home, I will 100% put all of my weight behind Kim Chatterton for the for Utah, right? You can work in all of Utah. Is that correct, Kim? I can. I sell all over Utah. Some agents just focus in certain areas. And sure, I have niche areas that I sell a lot in, but I, I do. I sell, you know, in all of Utah. Um, and, and yeah, and then if people are moving out of state, then I refer them to agents that specialize in those areas. Which I have also used you for. And every referral you've given me has been wonderful. So Kim is the matchmaker. She is the one. And this is why I recommend using real estate agents. I know that you can go cheaper. I know that you can do it yourself. I believe in you. But also, if you pair up with somebody like Kim, you get all of her experience, all of her network, all of her years and years of feeling what it feels like when somebody jives with a home to help you really like understand when you're jiving with a home. Like to me, it's so worth every penny and all the time and all the everything. It makes the experience so much better. Plus it's fun. It's fun to go through a house with somebody else to be like, oh, that's so cute. Don't you love it? Or to somebody be like, put your hands in your pockets. This is a hand in pocket house. <laughs> It's always an adventure. <laughs> totally. And I know that for me as a woman, I feel safer if my husband can't come or whatever. Like there's tons of houses that me and Kim have looked at, just the two of us. And some of them have been in that needing a lot of repair, old and decrepit kind of genre. And, and together, me and Kim can take on the world. I feel like I'm like, whatever, I got Kim. Like we could take on whatever rodent we've got it handled right <laughs> we've got it handled so kim tell these lovely people where to find you how they can get a hold of you yeah thank you so much so i'm kim chatterton with coldwell banker and my cell number is 801-860-5520 and you can find me pretty much anywhere on facebook or whatnot just by searching kim chatterton or kim chatterton real estate and i'd love to answer your questions or do anything i can so thank you Amazing. And even call her if you don't, if you're living in West Virginia, you call her and I bet through the Coldwell Banker and Kim Chatterton funnel, you'll find who you need to talk to. Thanks so much, Kim. You guys, if you're looking for a house and if you are selling your house, it's going to feel really messy. So lean into that mess, go make a mess and call Kim to be your wingman. Talk to you next week. Thank you. Hey, if you're loving what you're hearing and you want to know more, I invite you to go over to carlythornock.com and you can pick up a free guide. These are the three biggest mistakes that people make when setting up their houses. And I don't want you to make the same mistakes. And of course, in true Carly fashion, you know, it's going to be a lot less about the house and a lot more about your perspective about the house, but with some good housey tips thrown in, go over to carlythornock.com and you can pick up that today.